evening, everybody. Welcome back to worship tonight. Glad to have you here and to invite you to stay for our fellowship meal. That will be in just a few moments. For the last few weeks, beginning first Sunday night of July, Jim and I have been talking about the importance of personal evangelism. But that phrase kind of generates a sense of tension and animosity and discomfort to people. Um, we like to talk about sharing our faith. It's part of who we are and what we do. And so on the first Sunday night of July, Jim walked us through the story. How do you, how do you tell the story of Jesus and, and the significance of what Jesus came to do? And how can we share that in an honest, open, non-threatening way with the people we share life with? Uh, last Sunday night, uh, we kind of talked about how this is not necessarily some programmatic thing. And I think that's why people are uncomfortable when we talk about sharing our faith. We, we have this image of knocking on a total stranger's door and saying, Hi, you don't know me, but I want to tell you a message that will change everything about who you are and your eternity. Uh, when I used to work at Crest Low many years ago, I remember there was a man, a very sincere man uh, from a local Baptist church, and I'd be pushing someone's groceries out, and he would say, if you died tonight, would you go to heaven or hell? He didn't get a lot of studies. Um, it's just kind of an in-your-face sort of approach. And, and when people talk about sharing faith, those are the images that come to mind. When in actuality, it's looking for those conversations that happen almost every day um, about who you are, what you believe, and and who your friends and neighbors are and what they believe, and looking for those moments, those open doors that God just puts in front of you that are very natural and genuine and honest. There's another way, there are several other ways that we are given the opportunity to share our faith. And so tonight, I wanted to talk to Faye. Um, so I gave her her own chair, and Faye, I'm going to give you your own microphone. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, but I just wanted to ask Faye a few questions because one of the things that happens at Wilshire, and Faye is not the only one involved in this, um, is World Bible School. World Bible School is something that Faye and several others here at Wilshire have been a part of. Um, my mother-in-law, uh, has done this. Every Tuesday, my father-in-law carries envelope after envelope, and I bet he spends about 50 bucks every Tuesday and drops these lessons and letters off at the post office that go literally around the globe. And Faye does the same sort of thing with Wilshire. So, Faye, have a seat. <laughs> I gave Faye some questions. I just want to ask you a few questions. Don't be threatened at all. And I handed her questions, and she said, well, I had written my own questions. So I'm going to interview Faye with her own questions. Not necessarily, but you've got, you've got your list of questions. So um, I just, the first question I gave you, yes. uh, I'm just curious, how did, you, how did you land in World Bible School to do what you're doing? I don't know how many of you remember Sandra Lockwood. Oh, yeah. Sandra was over the VBS long time, not VBS, World Bible School a long time ago, and she became ill, could not do her lessons, so she asked for assistance. So I offered to help her. Lo and behold, 
She left me with it. <laughs> so from Sandra, I inherited about, I say about maybe 150 students that she was sending lessons out to on a weekly basis. During that time, we had Bill Westerberg, and she would send all the lessons to Bill because if we send them through the mail to that student, they wouldn't, wouldn't get them. So we'd have to send them to Bill. Bill was the coordinator in the Philippines. And he would go door to door, pass out the lessons, get their lessons that they had completed, and bring them back and bail them back to us so we could grade them. Well, Bill stopped working in the Philippines. So we kind of picked up on Af Africa. Where's, where's Andrew? Okay. We sent lessons to, by Andrew, to Africa. Andrew so, Conda. Andrew Conda. So he could pass out the lessons and they would come back so we could grade them. And I think I got ahead of myself. But do everybody know what World Bible School is? No. Yeah, walk us through kind of a general what what does it mean, World Bible School? Okay, World Bible School is a correspondence course that you do through the mail all over the nation. And recently they've made it possible online. Recently online. You can either do it through the mail, postal through the mail, or online where you, where you have to go in and enroll as a teacher. Um, and then they would supply you with students. Okay, most of them re would rather do it postal because they don't have access to internet. So they'd rather do it postal. Uh, to make it short, they call it WBS instead of the World Bible School. World Bible School, I understand, was started back in 1973 by uh, Jimmy Lovell. Not sure, but it's ran out of Cedar Parks, Texas. And they ship the lessons to us, we order, they ship them to us, and then we send them out to students. And these are little booklets. Little, little booklets. Well, you even came prepared. I came prepared for you. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> now, there are a series of these. She, yeah, so she'll show you. There are a series there's of these a, booklets. Yeah. Right, there's a series of these. This is the very first lesson that you send out. This is sort of like an introduction for the student. And this tells them all about the Bible and how they would be interested in sharing God's word or learning God's word. This is the very first one. There are seven series. After they complete the seven series, and if you're going to be a teacher, I would encourage you to pray for your student, be personally contacted with your student. We, even in the Philippines, we had personal contact with them because we could write them little notes in their lessons and they would respond to them. They always like for you to tell them happy birthday <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> That's the very first lesson. Then there was a second lesson, which after this lesson, you go on and on and on. They would fill out, read the lessons. They don't have to have a Bible. 
Some of them don't have Bibles, even though we sent them to them, they didn't get them for whatever reason. Everything is spelled out in these Bibles for them. And all they have to do is fill it out. Questionnaire. We receive a grading sheet where we can grade the lessons, send them back to them. After they go through the seven lessons and you feel that they, are, they have completed them successfully, there's a certificate that you can send them something like this. They love getting the certificates. Now this is just one, this one is for kids because they have kid Bible lessons also. The kid, and the kids love them. My students ranged from seventh grade on. And you have to understand over in the Philippines, a seventh grade student is grown. They're graduating. They're graduating. So, but you, you fill those lessons out, and um, I would always keep track of my students. So I had made a DVD of the, their progress. I would put prayers in there for them and try to get a personal relationship with them. Now, am I getting ahead of myself? World Bible School, they would send you out a DVD. This DVD will explain everything to you. It will tell you um, about the program, what the, what the purpose is, and how far you can go anywhere with it. The students, you can range. Some people think it's, it takes up a lot of time. You, you can uh, gauge your own time on this, you can spend an hour, uh, two hours, and it doesn't have to be every day, it can be a month. You choose the number of students that you want, you grade their lessons, and always, always say a pray prayer for them, even if you have to put it in their, pro their, their lesson and send it back to them where they'll get it. Trust me, they do read them. Uh, uh, WBS students are, if you're interested in being a World Bible School teacher, all they ask is that you be sincere, really interested in the welfare of the student, and be devoted. You don't want your students to go two or three weeks without a lesson. They lose interest. So. When you get the lessons back, or even before you don't, you get the lesson back, send out another one. That way you'll know if they're really interested because they may get it in their hands and send the previous lesson back. Uh, there are several options. Uh, you can do it, like I said, postal or online. If you go online to just look at it, go to www worldbibleschool.net, not org and not com, but .net. That way you can look and see if you're interested in being a teacher. Um, am I going back to? You're okay. doing great. <laughs> I just wondered, is that thing full? How long will you be here? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that's great. You're going to answer a lot of great questions. Okay. The lessons are very, very easy. Not only do you have worldwide, that you can send them worldwide, 
I've sent lessons to people here in Oklahoma. I've sent people, lessons to people in Kansas. I've done the ministry of the, the um, prison ministry um, and vacation Bible school. We have people that come in here and they drop their kids off and they keep going. So I get their address and send them a, a lesson. Mm -hmm. And I send a little note letting them know why I'm sending it and if they would be interested in coming and visiting with the elders. <laughs> Getting y'all a job to do. Okay. The uh, lessons come in NIV, so it's really easy for them to understand. Um, you can get the lessons. You can get the lessons in Spanish or in French, not just English. And John Ritchie, not back yet. I've not seen him yet. John has set up a lab for World Bible School. And Lynn helped him out to get all this set up. We've got a lab back there that is excellent. As soon as John get back, then he's gonna tell me how we can get logged on I can um, schedule a time that we can meet where we can all go in there and see what the lab is all about, how to enroll in it, and how to select your students. Let me turn the page. <laughs> the second page. Okay, this is the last part. After a student completes the seven lessons, there's a final lesson that you can send out to them to see if they really understand the things that they've been uh, sending back to you and not just filling in the blanks. After you send that lesson and you, you feel like that he, under, he or she understands what they are doing, then since we don't have Bill Westerberg, we send the lessons to Cedar Park, Texas. Cedar Park, Texas has ministers, preachers, missionaries to follow up with that student. We don't just leave them out there hanging out there to dry. Because you know, they, uh, students will do a lesson and then if you don't hear, they don't hear anymore, they'll stop. They don't do that. We, when we complete the last lesson, we send them their certificate and there's a patch, a WBS patch that they send us that we can give to each student. And they love doing that, too. I uh, think Andrew Conda was one of our graduates. He went through uh, Florida College and got his certificate and everything. Um, but we want to make sure that they sincerely understand what they're, what they're doing and not just filling in the blanks. Uh, since... since um, Cedar Parks is a ways away from here. They, they do the baptisms for the students, and they follow up and assign a minister or whoever to them. Um, all we have to do is when we finish is to contact them, and they take it from there. That's pretty good. No, hold on to that. I'm not done. Oh. <laughs> so how many people would you say at the moment uh, we're currently, I say we, that you and, and your crew are sending 
uh, lessons than interacting with them? Um, I would say currently not with, well, let me get back up. <laughs> <laughs> Before when Bill was there, I had 300 students myself. I'm not sure we had Sharon, Good, uh, Sharon Fitzpatrick, uh, Bertha Goodwin, um, another lady by the name of Karen that was here before she had students. Um, I, think, I think that's it. But, and I'm not sure how many they had, but out of Wilshire, just out of Wilshire, we had over 600 students, going, lessons going to the Philippines. That's why we depended so much on Bill. Since Bill left, I only have maybe 130. That 130, some of them are still in the Philippines, some of them are in Africa, and some of them are, are local. Um, after I finish with my students and they get their last lesson, I will turn it over to Jim and Jeremy. They can tell us, or Lynn, they can tell us what we need to go from there, do from there. What else? Well, every now and then you'll get, um, someone will ask a question because there's a, there's a place for them to ask questions and respond to things. And every now and then there'll be a question that you or someone else will say, well, that's puzzling. I don't know a good answer to that. <laughs> and so every now and then, you know, um, I've had the opportunity to correspond with some folks. Um, I'm sure Jim and some others may have, but it, I say that so that people aren't intimidated by that. I mean, you are building a relationship, and people are asking genuine, sincere questions. And sometimes you say, "We, I would like someone else to help and interact with it. Now, you mentioned personal relationships with people. Uh, that was kind of what we talked about last week, that you can't just do evangelism in a void. Right. Anybody can set a track randomly, and, and God's Word's going to do what God's Word's going to do. No doubt about that. But it's that special touch of happy birthday or here's a prayer I'm praying yes. for you that tells them they're more than just a student or a number on the other end of a mail route. Right. And the main thing for World Bible School is for you to help them to gain a personal relationship with God. Each lesson will bring them closer to the word. And that's your main goal to help them to gain that personal relationship they will have with God. Well, we appreciate what you do, Faye. And a few, a few years ago, someone from WBS was here. Uh, and every now and then, they'll do a local dinner. Uh, and some of us have been blessed to attend that dinner yeah. together. Um, and one of the things, as they have set this up to be used online, is they've said, we have more students than we have teachers. If you are looking for a way to share faith and to impact people around the world and even in our backyard in some cases, yes. uh, this is an easy way to do it. It doesn't take a tremendous amount. It takes as much time as you choose to devote to it. Um, and we can always use people to do that. And this is also on the other side. If you know of someone who's interested in wanting to study the Bible, this is a way very non-threatening to say, hey, there's an interesting thing we've got. If you're interested, take a look at this. As Faye does, uh, yesterday we had 300 bags of uh, school supplies given away, 
and uh, we get their information, not to bombard them and spam them with church stuff, but so some sweet soul like Faye can say, hey, would you ever be interested in hearing about the Bible? And people say yes, they say no, um, but then they get to meet someone like Faye on the other end. There has been only two that I've sent lessons out to in the state that are members here right now. And that's because we sent them out World Bible School lessons. Yeah, great. To members. Yes. traces back to one man, a man by the name of Brother Edwards, in one village who in the 40s, at the end of World War II, sent a letter to a church in Tennessee and started getting a precursor of World Bible School and said, do you have anything that can help me that you can send me in the mail? He did the course and the rest is history. He started teaching, he started the church where he was, that spread, that spread, that spread. So, it is an amazing thing. Of course, the gospel can do amazing things when it's, it's sown in the right soil. So I really appreciate this. And that, go ahead. I was going to say, um, if we start the prison ministry back, that is a great place for us to send lessons out. Um, Brother Hoppy was over that at one time. And we had at least 40 mem uh, prisons, prisoners that would receive letters from us. So. It's a great way to change lives. Yes. Well, Faye, thank you. Thank you for you and for everyone who's done that. I want to pray for you, and then uh, we'll offer invitations. So let's pray. God, we know that, you're, uh, that your word is powerful on its own. But we also know that you've entrusted us to carry it out, to share it, and to plant it in people's lives. And so, Lord, we are very grateful for Sister Lockwood years ago, who was so active in this. And we are thankful for the way that she snuck Faye into this ministry and the way Faye has carried that on. And we pray for Faye and for everyone else who does this so faithfully here at Wilshire. Um, we pray that you will remind them of the impact they are having, and we pray that each lesson that goes through the mail will touch lives that are open to hearing the story of Jesus and that it will spread like fire wherever it lands. Lord, thank you for all of these wonderful people who do this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Fane. If you go... Um, 300 people is a lot of people. I mean, that's really amazing to have... Um, to have stepped into an opportunity like that. I know Faye may have something like this. I, I told you about my mother-in-law. For Christmas one year, she wanted a map of the world. A map of the who, who asked for a map of the world for Christmas? So we found her map of the world, and we framed it. And if you go in their little office area, there are hundreds of pins representing every person she's having a lesson with. And it is amazing 
how full that map is. And my mother-in-law, a retired first grade teacher in Stark City, Missouri, faithfully answers letters just like Faye, sends them in the mail, and has this ongoing conversation about Jesus. It's like I said last week, I'm afraid sometimes we make it harder than it has to be. There are some wonderful, simple ways that you can do this. Faye stole part of my thunder because I wanted to tell you one thing. We know Andrew Conda. Uh, who's been worshiping here. Uh, we first met Andrew when Partners for Christian Education, where John Gardner uh, ran for several years, and Floyd and Hoppy and Zach Opine, they all worked there for a while. They ran an advertisement in the Daily Oklahoman for years, free Bible correspondence course. And one day, Andrew Conda, who worked for the Daily Oklahoman in their packaging department, he would pack the, bundle them up and set them on a truck. Partners had run this ad for years, and they were trying to decide whether or not they want to continue. It was going to be one of their last ones because they didn't feel like they were getting any response from it. But this last or close to last one, Andrew sat down and thought, I can learn about Scripture, and I can learn English through doing this. And Andrew started doing that. And one day, Zach Opime got one of these lessons, and it was a question on it from Andrew who said he would like to meet with someone. So Zach called me and said, I've got this guy, I don't know him, will you go with me? And for the first time, I sat across the table from Andrew Conda in a Panera Bread, and he said, I am from Sudan, and I have gone through this, and I want to talk about baptism, part of the study. And after Andrew was baptized, Andrew says, and oh, by the way, I preach for a church of Sudanese refugees here in Oklahoma City. And we began, in some cases, sending these lessons through them. The reason Andrew is not normally here on Sunday night is because Andrew uh, used to work all night, come to church Sunday morning without sleep, and then leave Wilshire and go minister to this church of Sudanese refugees in Oklahoma City. And most Sunday nights he's not here because that's what he's doing. And you know how we contacted Andrew? Someone like Faith. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. As we said last week, God doesn't say, go baptize the world. God says, plant the seed. Share the gospel, and the gospel will do what the gospel always does. Praise God for Faye and for so many others who do that so well. So this evening we offer the same invitation to Jesus that has been part of the church's story and message since the day of Pentecost, that you, regardless of your background, your history, or anything, can be a child of God through faith and obedience to Jesus Christ. And if we can help you in that invitation tonight, we invite you to come while we stand and sing. Without him I could do nothing, without him I truly fail, without him I would be drifting. 
like a ship without a sail. Jesus, oh Jesus, do you know him today? You can't turn him away, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, without him how lost I would be, without him I would be dying with